Good evening. I hope you've had a wonderful day today. Welcome to BVJ's Bedtime Stories. My name is Big Voice Jay, and this is a show where we get you ready for a great night's sleep with some old familiar stories that you haven't heard in a while. Links to every story can be found in the show notes at our website, bedtimewithbvj.com. Tonight, we continue our story. The Story of Aladdin, or The Wonderful Lamp, by Arabian Nights. As soon as the people saw the holy woman as they imagined him to be, they presently gathered around him in a great crowd. Some begged his blessing, others kissed his hand, and others, more reserved, kissed only the hem of his garment, while others, suffering from disease, stooped for him to lay his hands upon them, which he did, muttering some words in form of prayer, and, in short, counterfeiting so well that everybody took him for the holy woman. He came at last to the square before Aladdin's palace. The crowd and the noise were so great that the princess, who was in the hall of the four-and-twenty windows, heard it and asked what was the matter. One of her women told her it was a great crowd of people collected about the holy woman to be cured of diseases by the imposition of her hands. The princess, who had long heard of this holy woman, but had never seen her, was very desirous to have some conversation with her. The chief officer, perceiving this, told her it was an easy matter to bring the woman to her if she desired and commanded it. And the princess, expressing her wishes, he immediately sent four slaves for the pretended holy woman. As soon as the crowd saw the attendants from the palace, they made way, and the magician, perceiving also that they were coming for him, advanced to meet them, overjoyed to find his plot succeed so well. Holy woman, said one of the slaves, the princess wishes to see you and has sent us for you. The princess does me too great an honor, replied the false Fatima. I am ready to observe her command. And at the same time he followed the slaves to the palace. When the pretended Fatima had made his obeisance, the princess said, My good mother, I have one thing to request, which you must not refuse me. It is to stay with me, that you may edify me with your way of living, and that I may learn from your good example. Princess, said the counterfeit Fatima, I beg of you not to ask what I cannot consent to without neglecting my prayers and devotion. That shall be no hindrance to you, answered the princess. I have a great many apartments unoccupied. You shall choose which you like best, and have as much liberty to perform your devotions as if you were in your own cell. The magician, who really desired nothing more than to introduce himself into the palace, where it would be a much easier matter for him to execute his designs, did not long excuse himself from accepting the obliging offer which the princess made him. "'Princess,' said he, "'whatever resolution a poor wretched woman as I am "'may have made to renounce the pomp and grandeur of this world, "'I dare not presume to oppose the will and commands "'of so pious and charitable a princess.' "'Upon this the princess, rising up, said, "'Come with me. "'We'll show you what vacant apartments I have "'that you may make choice of what you like best.' The magician followed the princess, and of all the apartments she showed him, made choice of that which was the worst, saying that was too good for him, 
and that he only accepted it to please her. Afterward, the princess would have brought him back again into the great hall to make him dine with her, but he, considering that he should then be obliged to show his face, which he had always taken care to conceal with Fatima's veil, and fearing that the princess would find out that he was not Fatima, begged of her earnestly to excuse him, telling her that he never ate anything but bread and dried fruits, and desiring to eat that slight repast in his own apartment. The princess granted his request, saying, You may be as free here, good mother, as if you were in your own cell. I will order you a dinner, but remember, I expect you as soon as you have finished your repast. After the princess had dined, and the false Fatima had been sent for by one of the attendants, he again waited upon her. My good mother, said the princess, I am overjoyed to see so holy a woman as yourself, who will confer a blessing upon this palace. But now I am speaking of the palace. Pray, how do you like it? And before I show it all to you, tell me first, what do you think of this hall? Upon this question, the counterfeit Fatima surveyed the hall from one end to the other. When he had examined it well, he said to the princess, As far as such a solitary being as I am, who am unacquainted with what the world calls beautiful can judge, this hall is truly admirable. There wants but one thing. What is that, good mother? demanded the princess. Tell me, I conjure you. For my part, I always believed and have heard say it wanted nothing, but if it does, it shall be supplied. Princess, said the false Fatima with great dissimulation, forgive me the liberty I have taken, but my opinion is, if it can be of any importance, that if a rock's egg were hung up in the middle of the dome, this hall would have no parallel in the four quarters of the world and your palace would be the wonder of the universe. My good mother, said the princess, what is a rock, and where may one get an egg? Princess, replied the pretended Fatima, it is a bird of prodigious size, which inhabits the summit of Mount Caucasus. The architect who built your palace can get you one. After the princess had thanked the false Fatima for what she believed her good advice, she conversed with her upon other matters, but she could not forget the rock's egg, which she resolved to request of Aladdin when next he should visit his apartments. He did so in the course of that evening, and shortly after he entered, the princess thus addressed him. I always believed that our palace was the most superb, magnificent, and complete in the world. But I will tell you now what it wants, and that is a rock's egg hung up in the midst of the dome. Princess, replied Aladdin, it is enough that you think it wants such an ornament. You shall see by the diligence which I use in obtaining it that there is nothing which I would not do for your sake. Aladdin left the Princess Budir al-Budur that moment and went up into the hall of four and twenty windows, where, pulling out of his bosom the lamp, which after the danger he had been exposed to he always carried about him, he rubbed it, Upon the genie immediately appeared. Genie, said Aladdin, I command thee, in the name of this lamp, bring a rock's egg to be hung up in the middle of the dome of the hall of the palace. Aladdin had no sooner pronounced these words than the hall shook as if ready to fall, 
And the genie said in a loud and terrible voice, Is it not enough that I and the other slaves of the lamp have done everything for you? But you, by an unheard of ingratitude, must command me to bring my master and hang him up in the midst of this dome? This attempt deserves that you, the princess, and the palace should be immediately reduced to ashes. But you are spared because this request does not come from yourself. Its true author is the brother of the African magician, your enemy whom you have destroyed. He is now in your palace, disguised in the habit of the holy woman Fatima, whom he has murdered. At his suggestion, your wife makes this pernicious demand. His design is to kill you. Therefore, take care of yourself. After these words, the genie disappeared. Aladdin resolved at once what to do. He returned to the princess's apartment, and without mentioning a word of what had happened, sat down and complained of a great pain which had suddenly seized his head. On hearing this, the princess told him how she had invited the holy Fatima to stay with her, and that she was now in the palace, and at the request of the prince, ordered her to be summoned to her at once. When the pretended Fatima came, Aladdin said, Come hither, good mother. I am glad to see you here at so fortunate a time. I am tormented with a violent pain in my head, and request your assistance, and hope you will not refuse me that cure which you impart to afflicted persons. So saying, he arose, but held down his head. The counterfeit Fatima advanced toward him, with his hand all the time on a dagger, concealed in his girdle under his gown. Observing this, Aladdin snatched a weapon from his hand, pierced him to the heart with his own dagger, and pushed him down onto the floor. My dear prince, what have you done? cried the princess in surprise. You have killed the holy woman! No, my princess, answered Aladdin with emotion. I have not killed Fatima, but a villain who would have assassinated me if I had not prevented him. This wicked man, added he, uncovering his face, is the brother of the magician who attempted our ruin. He has strangled the true Fatima and disguised himself in her clothes with intent to murder me. Aladdin then informed her how the genie had told him these facts and how narrowly she and the palace had escaped destruction, though his treacherous suggestion, which had led to her request. Thus was Aladdin delivered from the persecution of the two brothers, who were magicians. Within a few years the sultan died in a good old age, and as he left no male children, the princess Budir al-Budur succeeded him, and she and Aladdin reigned together many years, and left a numerous and illustrious posterity. So what happens when you sometimes get everything you wish for? Sometimes you turn out to be very, very happy. You know who has everything that you could possibly wish for? Amazon.com. It's right there in the name, from A to Z. And a BVJ in the promo code, and it will do absolutely nothing, for this is not a sponsored read. I want to remind you that we're always on the hunt for great stories like this one to feature on the show. And if you know of any, please get in touch with us. Email me, bigvoicej at gmail.com. 
Selected episodes have now been made into YouTube videos, and the YouTube playlist is here, tiny.cc slash bvjbedtime. Remember to leave us a review on iTunes. It helps to spread the word that we're putting people to sleep every single night. And if you'd like to support the show, there's a Buy Me a Coffee link on every post. Thank you so much for listening. Good night. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>